Start recording. Stop recording. Button. Hello to all you beautiful nerds traveling the vast universe and welcome back from Nerdy Chic Transmissions. I am back with another episode and I know, I know, I was gonna go a little bit more positive but this week something kind of got me and it was all thanks to you Gen Loves Reviews. I do love What's Up in Makeup every single week. As in watching the show on knowing what's new and out and about in the news and also releases. But the chat is what got me and caught my ear. And that is Shane Dawson leaving the beauty community. <coughs> At, <coughs> as in leaving the YouTube beauty community. Thank you very much. And, and, oh boy, it's a mess, guys, it's a mess. I mean, so many things happen happening with this controversy. And, of course, this happens hours after his uh, conspiracy palette just released. Or, not just released, but just got restocked on Jeffree Star's website <laughs> and on Beautylish. I didn't pick up the conspiracy palette because, well, it's overpriced. And saw some people on What's Up in Makeup the group uh, said it's not worth it. But I did get the cremated palette finally, and I was gonna do a video being inspired by the song Ms. Burner, Ms. Murder by AFI, but I think I'm gonna stick the looks to Instagram since, of course, some things have popped up, and don't think it would be wise to post it post about it on YouTube since some major hot tea has been popping up especially about Jeffree Star and what had happened with Dramageddon 2 a year ago for those of you who haven't known about this little situation last year it, it was like a month after Coachella where Tati did a video called Bi Sisters and or Bi Sister where he talked about James Charles and that some unfavorable things happened where he was kinda hitting on his somewhat straight guy, even though he was bi. He was bi, but uh Yeah, it and not only that, it had to deal with him doing a sponsorship thing with uh, Sugar Bear Hair. And, well, thing is, from a business standpoint, yes, that's bad. But was he really promoting uh, Halo Beauty in the first place? That's my question. I know they've been friends for a, a long time, but 
I'll touch upon that a little bit later. But then Jeffree Star got involved in, of course, they think Shane Dawson was also involved since he put some of the drama from that, from those events in the beautiful world of Jeffree Star, which was the drama, not drama, documentary, documentary series where he was creating his own palette. And the thing is, he said an entire, he wrote an entire essay on Twitter, how he was leaving it, and also wrote the entire beauty community as one big toxic community where all we care about is money, fame, looks, and all that jazz. But the truth is, as someone who's been doing YouTube alongside the website, it's not, it's not, to tell you the truth. Um, <clears throat> as a beauty nerd myself, since I used the word nerd as a universal term, I do do some uh, beauty videos in between our convention uh, stuff because we don't always go to every single convention like we used to uh, due to financial reasons and we do pay rent like anybody else on the planet that does rent an apartment so we do pay our bills and we do sometimes get to go out to a convention and do press for them so yes we enjoy doing press, we still do the work, and we are saving our money for Atlanta next year since we, as in our stimulus checks, we did put some, some of that into savings for that, so we are looking to that, but of course, we still do press. And, of course, in, like I said, in the middle of times where convention seasons aren't always big, and if we can't make it, we can't make it, you know? But, as I was saying, <laughs> during the off-season, I do do beauty videos, and I even did some in the earlier parts, even though they weren't always the greatest and always ed edited either. Unlike now, since we do have our editor to help, thank you very much, but we're not all toxic, as in me, Genlo's Reviews, of course, Britt Clark, um, Samantha Ravendahl, Rob Beauty Christie, uh, Sam Samantha March, I think I, did I mention her? Samantha, yes, no, I did not. Samantha March, um, let's see, when she was around, Stephanie Nicole, uh, Emily Noel, the list goes on and on and on and on and on. A lot of us aren't toxic, even though he thinks we are, but the thing is he was 
starting off with someone who is really big and who has his own brand and who has been problematic for many years with especially with how drama channels have been bringing him up yes I admit that I didn't follow Jeffree Star for a little bit because of what's happened and the question is will I keep on following him I don't know I am separating the person from the product for his brand but even though I am being honest right now something inside is telling me why did I buy the cremated palette with all the things that are popping up as of now because well the thrill of not only not only the thrill of buying it but at the same time I wanted the cremated palette because I used to love doing smoky eyes and of course I could do some looks with it and also combine it with my blue blood palette I am not sure the future of me on picking up <coughs> Jeffrey's stuff since I admit I do like his liquid lipsticks and now glosses because they are some of the most com com uh, most comfortable lip products that I've been wearing and again um, when I look at it you a lipstick doesn't have to be uncomfortable to wear as in it doesn't have to be super dry but back to the discussion on hand it's that also in Shane's little essay or shall I say a huge essay he was pointing out with the uh, smaller youtubers saying oh don't say I'm not dramatic or problematic but I see that anti-haul and that um, makeup fails video um hello here's the thing about those kinds of videos the reason why we see a lot of these people uh, do these kind of videos is because makeup fails kind of helps us uh, see the reviews for products that we might be eyeing on and it if, if it fails then we won't buy it or if it fails for the person or like for instance I found uh, the ColourPop liquid lipsticks not my favorite formula because I remembered ribbon from their Hello Kitty collection always bled on me and I kind of felt like I was Margot Robbie Harley Quinn from uh, Suicide Squad where my makeup was where my lipstick was always smeared off my lips I even tried using my uh, lip uh, primer it did not help I had to toss it out and I'm like screw it you know and it's not my favorite formula because it always smears all over my all my lips and I'm like you know what I am NOT buying this this is a big major, major makeup fail 
And I've tried other liquid lipsticks, heck, even Black Moon Cosmetics. I enjoyed that formula. I still have a turnal in one of my lipstick bags. <laughs> yeah, I have makeup bags filled with lipsticks, even most of my Ipsy bags. But anyways, I mean, if I went on video and said, I did not like this lipstick, which I'm pointing to Ribbon, it was a major fail. I would be honest, dead honest about that. If I said, oh, this is the best lipstick, and I put it on my face in front of the camera, and people would be like, uh, you're smearing. You said it's the best lipstick ever. <laughs> unsubscribe, I mean, dislike, unsubscribe, bye-bye. It's like, I'd rather be honest, rather dishonest about a product. And it kind of shows, especially what I liked in the girls from, uh, make, uh, from Beauty News. When they talk about their, uh, beauty fails, it's very interesting on how they talk about it. And how they kind of put it in their own dialect in a bit because they're from Australia. And it's very entertaining to see them do that. And also even Jessica Braun talking about it in her empties especially. How some products did not work out for her. I mean, most products don't work out for everybody. Like I said, the ColourPop liquid lipsticks don't work out for me. So there you go. And another thing with the anti-hauls, which helps us know where to spend our money. My favorite anti-hauls uh, anti right now are by 90s Love Child and Porcelain. 90 loves, uh, 90s Love Child, she does it very well, even though she's focusing more on the, uh, on the, more the prestige to luxury, but how she talks about it and her reasons are very on point. And Porcelain, aka Bridget, how she talks about them, she just gets her honest review from past, uh, experiences. And also, when she does her, uh, box subscriptions, she's like, I'm not sure if I wanted to purchase this thing down the road, you know. It kind of gives, I mean, anti-hauls give us a new perspective on where we should spend our hard-earned dollars. I mean, whether it's during the holiday sets or any of the sets during the seasons or anything like that. I mean, it kind of gives us an idea. Not only that, a lot of people prefer watching more honest reviews on newer products from the smaller YouTubers rather than the bigger ones because they're gonna just say, oh, this thing is so perfect. I mean, I mean, I mean, if I had sight still to this day, I could probably see um, that shadow is coming off your eye. I would probably say that in the comments. It's like, and you said this is perfect. <laughs> I mean, some people, for example, aren't liking the new Naked Ultraviolet palette from Urban Decay. I've been collecting the Naked palettes, even the newer ones that are 
releasing and I am going to be picking this one up next month myself. <clears throat> I am admitting that. So, yeah, definitely going to be doing a video for my Urban Decay collection of videos because I always do that. And I saw uh, Steph's beauty makeup. I think that was was who I saw, and he didn't like it as much. Then I saw Nicole, Nicole Quinn doing her video where she did two looks out of the palette, and she did very, and she liked it. It kind of gives us a new perspective on okay, this person doesn't like it due to these reasons. Then, then this other person likes it for these reasons. And it kind of gives us a perspective on, okay, who doesn't like it, who likes it, do, and should we buy? I mean, it kind of gives us an idea. And plus, I've seen on What's Up in Makeup, how some people talk about different, um, how they like to watch different people's different reviews before buying a certain product. I mean, even with the cremated collection, I know I'm coming back to that. Porcelain even talked about how someone commented on one of her videos how they want to see what looks people are doing with that palette and deciding if they want to buy the relaunch by the palette when it restocks. That actually was a good idea. And I and even Porcelain said herself, that is a really good idea because you don't know what kind of looks are gonna be coming out of it until someone reviews it. Even though she did review it and I think she did do a three look three looks one palette because she always does that all the time with a new release to give an idea of what you can do with this palette. I mean, heck, I would even do it if, if the uh, Gwen Stefani palette was still new and I would do like three looks with that because I could work with that palette very well. But anyways, back to the topic. Um, let's see. Now, on to the whole entire Dramageddon thing. He talked about how he was, he was like, did I know about the video or did I ask her to do it? And he's like, no, no. And I think it was a yes on one question. I forget because he did delete this tweet, but... Being roped into something like that is not a good thing because it kind of changes your perspective on the person. And I kind of feel like Shane kind of started himself off with someone who's famous, especially famous in being a problem on YouTube. And I remembered watching the many videos on Drama Again 1 when... It was right after the first documentary series that 
uh, Shane did on Jeffrey. And it was Manny, Laura, Gabriel Zamora, and Nikita Dragon all flipping off and kind of did some phrase underneath the picture for Twitter, even though that kind of caused an uproar of how they felt about Jeffrey and eh. and to be honest I could kind of see why some of the people that came out of that aren't too keen on what's going on with Jeffrey and now Shane because some things are popping up like different things that they're saying that Jeffrey is probably behind drama again or uh, Shane got involved with it in it but I mean and also lying about it and yes it can be a huge mess and I'm seeing it as a big mess because I admit I've seen how over all the drama with Jeffrey and anybody he has made friends with uh, they end up no longer being friends I mean look at what happened with Manny look what happened with Laura Lee but one thing I kind of heard from over the past and I could kind of see why back in high school I was not seen as as I mean I was always I mean I was seen to some of the faculty as the like some of the snobby people that had their own cliques because I hung around them you are who you hang out with I mean it is kind of true in a way and I'm kind of rewinding back with I kind of feel like just hear me out guys Jeffree Star probably got his idea of feel like the victim and blame it on the people that did it not yourself from Kat Von D because if you probably remembered up to 2016 he and Kat were really good friends for a while and uh, Kat kind of has the same that same uh, personality right there where she uh, kind of plays the card oh woe is me I blame it on this rather than myself like for instance how I talked about it back in episode 2 how she blamed it on the influencers for her downfall when it wasn't when she thinks it's not what she said two years ago yeah I kind of see it in Jeffrey that's my honest opinion and that's how I kind of feel like with drama again too that with Tati 
uh, I kind of feel like he got involved because he wanted to take games down, even though I kind of felt like when I saw some of the collaboration videos between Jeffrey and James, they were so buddy-buddy. I mean, for instance, when they did their makeup in the hot air balloon, and also when they destroyed makeup with a flamethrower. Yeah, that was actually... that. Those were actual videos. And they donated to some of the LBG, LGBTQ foundations in California. And I'm wondering, okay, you're... What happened there and what happened here? That's my question. And to tell you the truth, looking back on Drama Again, I kind of, Drama Again too, I kind of felt sorry for James because he had to go through that because he was being blamed for something, some things, even though yes, he was told he had a big ego. But he did work on it throughout the rest of 2019. And I'm glad that he did in a way. And I give him major applause. And today, looking at the drama that's going on with how Shane Dawson has left the beauty community due to the toxicity... I'm thinking now with this situation having drama again part two being always brought back up. Yes, it was done in the past, but <laughs> I kind of think these three should have made up for what had happened too because. Even though there are going to be times when you make friends and you have to let them go. But in the end, there are going to be times when you you are going to make up and say sorry to each other. And I have a feeling that Tati and James Charles are going to probably be friends again. And move on from it. They'll probably say they're sorry, and I think not only Tati, but also James and anybody else, I think, in my opinion, should choose their friends wisely. And even though everybody should at least have some friends to count on, I think Jeffrey should also think before he kicks someone to the curb. Yes, friends are gonna backstab you and of course you gotta let those guys go, but the ones that are more loyal to you from the beginning, you should not let go. I mean, from my standpoint as being a Leo myself, Leos do rely on loyalty. And I've been loyal to a lot of my friends. Yes, I had to let a few go. 
because one did say something that was horrible about being blind himself because he didn't understand he did not understand nor what know what it's like to be blind because I've been through it and another one I had to let go because they pulled if you don't agree with me unfriend me on Facebook card and to me it's an entire mess with those with what's going on and as a human standpoint making friends that are going uh, making friends with anybody gotta know that one you gotta be loyal and two if they're gonna still stay loyal and of course keep in contact because without that friend who are you going to run to once you lose the ones that been with you when the fame started happening or after the fame and you don't have anybody or if you lose it all what happened to the ones that loved you before that that's the question because that's what I'm going to see with Jeffrey and I could kind of see where Shane kind of cut himself off even though I kind of felt like when he was roping all of us in the beauty community or beauty sphere under being toxic and I'm thinking Shane should have started with a smaller YouTuber rather than going to the really big guys. Yes, the views are with the big ones, but a lot of us are starting to recognize these smaller YouTubers and just giving them more recognition and just saying, hey, check this YouTuber out. Heck, I even mentioned a few of my favorites besides the really big ones. So... Yeah, a lot of my YouTube uh, subscriptions are not, a lot of them actually are, yes, most of them are drama channels and now anti-MLM channels, but a lot of them are down-to-earth people that are human first, not money-hungry, like most of them. Okay, I did admit when we used to when I used to start YouTube, try to earn some money, I was told instead of teaching, try making money off of your blog and not teach. And I'm like, um, how am I gonna support getting the stuff that I need, whether it's camera, camera gear, you know, the camera stuff, the lighting and all that. How am I going to do that without money? That's why I want to become a teacher so I can work and get the money so I can pay my bills and get the equipment on top of that because I'm not going to... Um, 
I am not going to rely on my parents always getting me the equipment because they're also broke. So, what do you expect me to do? So, yeah, even some of those down-to-earth YouTubers also have their own part-time jobs and they don't drive a Mercedes. They usually drive a, uh, what is it? A... Probably a Prius or a, or if they're lucky enough to still have one, a VW Beetle or something like that. I mean, Richard drives a... Um, a Toyota Scion. It's not like a a James Bond type car. I mean, I'm we're happy with that. But still, anyways, I'm if you guys don't want to watch some of these uh, more troubling YouTubers, I would say try to look into the ones that are smaller besides us here at Nerdy Heat Universe and Nerdy Heat Transmissions, of course. But <laughs> there are really good YouTubers out there like Jessica Braun, Nicole Quinn, like how I mentioned her, Jay Kissa, um, Karen Harris, I mean, even Young Wild, Young Wild and Polished. So many other YouTubers are really good and they're not toxic. They're more down-to-earth. Yes, they still do their beauty veils because and anti-hauls because maybe they don't want to buy that stuff and try to say, hey, this is not what I'm buying. If you don't want to buy it, go ahead. If you want to buy it, I'm not stopping you. Type idea. And Again, I kind of feel like also with the friends thing, there are going, there's going to be a lot of friends that are going to be there for you no matter what has, what happens and you should support each other. I mean, heck, I wouldn't mind having a message from somebody saying how has your day been if I've been through a rough day and I just want to pretty much get off my chest you know because I've been through a lot myself and I rely on my own buddies to help me cheer me up heck a lot of them were surprised that I was hurt so badly by a dumpster door and I had to be hospitalized for example and I had to Put down my makeup brushes for a little while and it kind of shows with that but in the end we're not all toxic drama getting too can't believe that's being brought up again and to me some of these people need to you know grow up and just step away from YouTube for a little while Yes, I've been hearing how some people have been unsubscribing from some of these guys and expecting a lot more things to happen within the next few weeks since this has started up again 
and all thanks to Shane's leaving of the beauty community. And again, to reiterate, Shane Dawson should have started off with a smaller YouTuber and of course a smaller brand. If he wants to make a palette, he could have just went to ColourPop because look at Kathleen Lights, for example. She's been um, popping up with ColourPop and same with other smaller influencers that way. I mean, even Emily Noel, even though she's um, an influencer that knows what she brings up when it comes to trying on new stuff, she had her uh, first uh, collaboration with Makeup Revolution. I mean, there are those two are pretty good drugstore brands. I mean, why not start off with the drugstore brand and go from there? Rather than a luxury, a prestige to luxury brand like Jeffree Star Cosmetics, or or start off with Morphe. I mean, you don't have to go for the really big brands to create something. I mean, if I would, I would just go to ColourPop if I am that big. Hey, can at least create a brick red lipstick and I want to name it uh, 9 in the afternoon because I am a big Panic at the Disco fan and that is one of my favorite songs. Or um, name it after or an eyeshadow named Eyesore which is one of my favorite New Found Glory songs. I mean I would start off with just Colourpop. There you go. Because I can't, I mean, because probably a big makeup company doesn't know who the heck I am because I'm just a visually impaired person living on the Florida coast. <laughs> and who, by the way, which I have good news, I've been accepted to UMass Boston, which now I'm going for my master's. I mean, come on. <laughs> I would rather start with ColourPop and go from there. <clears throat> like how Kathleen Lights, Kathleen Lights did before she came out with a, a KL polish, which is now Lights Lacquer. And not only that, I would have to say to Manny, Laura, and anybody else, yes, he did leave a. Fr- someone who used to be your friend but there are times when you got to leave them if they feel like they're toxic I mean I'm seeing how they haven't been in the drama as much or being problematic heck I saw how Manny handled Makeup Revolution uh, copying off his uh, packaging for the Moon Prism powder highlighters he handled that pretty professionally and not uh, being like what KVD did by yelling at them for copying off one of her palettes. He just did it very professionally. And that's it. He j- they just pulled that um, highlighter off the 
market, which was the glass highlighter, and just said we're sorry. And there you go. I mean, looking back on it, if you yell at a brand, they won't respond. But if you are professional to them, then they would. I know that kind of went off into a new tangent on its own. And this is kind of a bit of a big mess of an episode. But I kind of felt like I had to get some stuff off my chest. And it kind of felt like it's one huge thing. And these are my opinions from what I'm looking at it on the standpoint. Because over time, some of these things will come and go. And of course, a lot of people would be... Uh, changing who they watch after seeing what had happened and what's been going on. I mean, it's like, how am, how am I going to say this? A lot of things are popping up and of course I've been watching them with a lot of the drama channels and even though I'm starting to sway a bit, but I kind of feel like I would be thinking about who I would support like so many other people. And of course, we'll still do beauty videos, but just sticking with some of the brands I do enjoy. I know I was kind of gung-ho on doing the cremated video, but now looking on it, I'd rather stick it to my Instagram right now. And then I'll think about it. If you guys want to see a video, then I'll, by all means, just say it. But right now, I'm just keeping it on Instagram. And in my thoughts as well towards Promagen 2, it was one huge mess. And I kind of feel sorry for James Charles that he had to go through that. And... He did grow as a person after that. Tachi, I'm hoping she does come out and say something. And with Shane, Shane, if you're going to do another documentary series, just do it on someone who's not problematic, as in do it on more of the smaller YouTubers, or just if you want to keep on doing makeup just stick with things that you know and love. I mean, that's what majority of everybody's uh, makeup collection is with. So let's see what things are going to happen on YouTube because it's going to be an interesting rest of the summer, especially with July and August. Uh, let's see what happens. So let's see. 43, 18. So I gotta get off of here because I only had 20 more minutes of recording. I'm sorry. I know. I know it's almost cluster F of a episode, but it's what I kind of feel like I had to say on it. And. If any of you have seen most of the stuff that's been happening on YouTube and kind of, and if you are a beauty guru yourself, 
and saw that essay on Twitter or heard about it and want to put your thoughts, go ahead and comment down below on this episode because I kind of feel like most of us here in the beauty universe are being looked down upon and we're not like everybody else that's famous and always buying Gucci, Versace, um, getting expensive cars and wearing silky robes. I mean, I still have a Harley Quinn bathrobe, okay? <laughs> because I love my classic Harley Quinn, thank you very much. And of course, you do see me with, and you can imagine me with Pusheen kitty slippers because I do love my kitties. I'm, heck, most of my wardrobe is from Hot Topic. What do you expect? I, I'm one of those people who wears a uh, Rise Against t-shirt, thank you very much, alongside the new, uh, which, alongside any Eda bags or my crossbody bags, which are nerd-themed. Heck, I'm using a Baymax one, thank you very much. And to me, eh, Louis, Louis Vuitton is not my style, thank you very much. But anyways, until next time, next week would be a lot more positive. I'm sorry for this, because, well... Things have gone out of hand, and I kind of feel like I needed to put my thoughts on it. So, until next time, stay beautiful. Recording. Recording. 45. At flag. Maximum record. Stop recording.